two, and the beat goes on dating after divorce. I'm Jackie Trammell, and I'm here with Dion McDonald. Hello. And we have a guest with us today, Jordan Anderson. Before we dive into today's topic, we'll be talking about um, dating and love in the mid-age gaps. Hot for teacher, basically. Right. <laughs> but before we dive into that, I wanted to take a moment because this will be our um, pre-Thanksgiving episode. Is it really? Yes. This I, is our last one before crazy. Thanksgiving. Okay. So I wanted, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I wanted to say thank you to all of you for listening. Um, but I especially wanted to say thank you to you, Dion, because I'm so grateful to you for having done this with me and jumping in with both feet. And this has been a fun adventure. So I love you. Thank you for doing this. I love you too. And thank you for taking care of all the technical side of it because it's not easy. (laughs) It's hopefully getting better. I know it is, but I appreciate it. Yes. Um, And just a quick reminder, please don't forget to follow our social media. If you aren't already, you can find us at And The Beat Goes On Show. Um, We have a website, so andthebeatgoesonshow.com. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram account. You can find us on Twitter, all using that handle. Um, And please feel free, or please do, just share us out with your friends. We would love to grow what we're doing, and hopefully if you enjoy what you're hearing, you'll feel comfortable sharing it with um, everybody else. Absolutely. And Jackie, on that note, can I just make a can I just make a comment about the last podcast? Because I always kind of like to bring it back to our last episode and just it was kind of interesting. After our last episode, my boyfriend and I, probably for the first time in our relationship, had the opportunity to sit down and have a really great political discussion. We tend to, I wouldn't say have opposite views, but our, our views can be opposing at times. Mm-hmm. And I think because of the research that we did for the podcast and just because of talking about it with you, it really helped us to sit down and talk about it without judgment, without criticism, and just hear each other better. So I personally was helped by our last podcast, so I appreciate that. Well, I honestly feel like this podcast has been, in a sense, a therapy for me because (laughs) I've had so much self-reflection just in sometimes doing the research, Mm -hmm. just sometimes talking through things, absolutely, rethinking perspectives Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing. It's been almost like relationship therapy right and a growing experience for for the single lady so it's been an it's been meaningful (laughs) if nothing else I've gotten that out of it but we're having so much fun and Mm -hmm. we picked up our 37th country this this week so (laughs) welcome South South Africa Africa. yes South Africa please share us we'd love to have more South African listeners so today we're talking about age gaps and so let me start by introducing Jordan. Welcome. Thank you. So wait, can I just say Jordan is not a podcast virgin? No, this is not his first podcast appearance. This is actually my second time. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a veteran, <laughs> to he's be honest. He's experienced, yeah. mm-hmm. which is um, perfect for this episode. So I know Jordan through my good friend from high school, Jennifer, mm. who is Jordan's wife, and they actually have a relationship that has a 14 year if mm-hmm. i'm not mistaken mm-hmm. 14 14 year age gap and jordan is the younger partner in that marriage which so i love by i the way. love that i know it's, well and i know you do i well we've talked about that <laughs> for many reasons um so we really appreciate you being here it's, yeah, it's an interesting topic and we've had some interesting perspectives shared with mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. so there's a lot of different views on this mm-hmm. so it's it, we're glad to have you here can yeah, i sure. just in in the spirit of what I normally do. I just want to talk about um, kind of a term that I hear a lot with this topic, which is the May-December relationship. 
It's kind of a weird term. Do you know that term? Mm -mm. Really? I thought you were going to say cougar. Oh, <laughs> no, we've got so much to say about that. Yeah. No, this is, this is, a lot of times people talk about age gap relationships and they call them a May-December relationship. Sure. And I've heard that before, but I never knew where it came from. And I, being me, wanted to know where it came from. Sure. So I looked it up and you can kind of get an idea. May is a spring, December is like a the winter. Like a spring chicken yes. versus sure. someone in the winter of their life. Exactly. Sure. So that's kind of what it refers to is like, oh, someone who's young, oh, they're in the springtime of their life versus someone who's old, apparently old and decrepit, sure. you know, yeah. December. Um, <laughs> the first literary appearance um, for all my book nerds out there was actually in the 14th century. It was Chaucer. Spoke of a young woman named May who was married to an elderly man named at the turn at the time he said January, but then it was later changed to December because the advent of the Gregorian calendar and all that. Mm -hmm. um, but people are still using that very archaic term, mm -hmm. and it kind of annoys me. Does it? It does a little bit. Like I wouldn't be. I, I uh, wouldn't find that term offensive. What about you? Mm -hmm. Do you find that? It's just the well, idea of it. I, I guess maybe have all the original references been towards relationships that were younger women with older men? Well, traditionally, mm -hmm. that's... I think when people think of age gap relationships, mm -hmm. that's traditionally what they think of. For sure. Um, but even so, I find it a little bit strange that you're saying, oh, they're in the winter of their life. I don't know. It just seems a little mm -hmm. bit negative. But when you think back to when Chaucer wrote that book well, or whatever, right. men in their... 50s or 60s really were 40s honey okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right but what i'm saying is it, they i mean and they were marrying women in their teens mm -hmm. oh, right okay. so so back in those those early days that wasn't super uncommon especially if there was wealth involved and if there was right if there was a you know families would sell off their teenage daughters I, to old men. Mm -hmm. I, they still do in some countries. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. But none of the countries who listen to us, so thank you very much. Yeah. Yet. Um, yes, and I get it. I understand where it comes from. I think it just kind of irks me that we're still using it because it does seem a little bit archaic. And you guys haven't heard of it. But, I had heard of it. Okay, you have. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so the young one among... <laughs> well, the reason, the reason why I asked that was, uh, you know, and I... I'm, this is only a cursory remembrance of some stuff I've read in the past or kind of the general sentiment that women typically are more sexually active, I guess, further into their older age than men are. Oh, as far as like their... Cheers to that. You know what I mean? Cheers. Yeah. So yes. I should say their sexual appetites are a lot more, mm -hmm. or a, a mm -hmm. lot longer withstanding um, than men are Absolutely. in the same age. And so that's why I think if it was in reference mostly to younger female yeah. with older male, yeah. it would actually make a lot more sense. But... Interesting, you know, in but the, the fact that people are still using it and referring to both, you know, which is where direction. you know right. my experience is it's actually the opposite. Um, you know, I'm I'm only 34, and uh, but I definitely hit my sexual peak like 10 years ago. And as far as like my appetite was concerned, um, but I also don't know if that was I don't know if that was uh, because of my lifestyle. Um, you know, just being generally kind of a <laughs> lazy piece of shit for the longest time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, uh, I'm just being real. Um, Absolutely. That's what we're, that's yeah, what we're all about sure. here. And, yeah. and Jordan, do you mind if I ask your story with no, Jennifer? No, no. Because I don't yeah. personally know the story. I know Jackie does. Mm -hmm. And I, when, and like we talked about earlier, I know Jennifer's sure. told me the story. I've heard it from her perspective, sure. but I've never heard you share it. And oh, so I would like I want to, to hear how totally you guys met. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> Jennifer and I, turns out, we go, we went to the same hospital, saw the same uh, 
general practitioner um, at uh, Evergreen Hospital right over here. Okay. And uh, I had gone in, um, I think I was dealing with, I think I was dealing with, um, I had heart palpitations at one okay. point. I've actually had them multiple times, but okay. wow. I've had a heart uh, monitor twice. Uh. But right after the first time, I was in to go see um, my general practitioner about maybe moving forward with seeing a cardiologist, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me think here. How old were you at the time? So this would have been, so I, let's see. Oh, man. Time is so hard right now. So, um, <laughs> I know. It's it, COVID time, dude. Right. It's Jennifer <laughs> and I were married in January 31st, 2018. Okay. And I met her like seven months prior to that. Or okay. maybe, maybe it was about a year prior to that. I okay. Think it was, so a couple I, of years ago. So yeah. you were like early 30s, let's it, it, say. It, right. Well, you're right. Okay. It was like, uh, I was well, probably like are. 31, I think, or 30. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm getting towards the mid 30s. <laughs> Damn it. You still yeah. are. <laughs> um, and so I showed up and... Uh, it may have actually been for the hernia thing that I had because shortly after Jennifer and I were together, I had my hernia surgery. So that might have actually been what it was. Like I said, I was a lazy piece of shit. So a lot of things are starting to go wrong. <laughs> um, That's another story. We'll, right, we'll yeah. bring you back and we'll <laughs> yeah, talk yeah. about that. Yeah. So, um, so I'm there and I, so my, this is my perspective. Okay. So I go in, I, like any other time I've been to the doctors and I show up and I go up and I check in, I go and sit down and then I go into the doctor. She... Mm-hmm. Uh, asking me what's going on, I think, and I come back out, and on my way back out, the gal who um, hmm. is not my practitioner, but the one who like generally brings you back there first with the nurse, oh yeah, whatever, like the medical first, assistant yeah. Yeah, yeah. or brings whatever, you back there yeah. first probably comes and sees you after the practitioner and leaves right. to give you like a follow up or right. whatever. So she comes in and she goes, "Hey, uh, stop by the checkout desk. You ha- there's something there for you." And I was thinking like, "Oh, okay, so they're just going to want to do some sort of follow up to this or whatever. Cool." Cute. So I go over there and I walk over and uh, I'm like, "Hi." Uh, gal told me to come by that there was something here for me and she goes oh the, so the one sitting by the desk she goes oh yeah um somebody left this for you and <laughs> and it, it was a, it was a piece of paper a note you know and i was like uh it was a note i know it was a note it gets, keep it gets in mind you. i've heard what happened in between oh, there because i sure. heard her version of this sure so okay. so and then i I'll, so I'll, I'll tell you afterwards what she told me and obviously yes. you've, you've heard it too, i've heard it yeah so from my perspective i, sh- I show up to, to thinking hmm. i'm gonna give like a a date for a follow-up appointment and uh she goes, yeah, this was, this was left for you. Um, a, a lady dropped this off, and and she, and she goes, we didn't give her any of your information. So if you don't want to take it, I can toss it, you know, in the trash or whatever. We're still HIPAA like, compliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, she's like, I didn't tell her anything yeah, other, yeah. you know, and I just, this is it. And so I was like, ah, whatever, cool, I'll take it. And uh, so I'm walking out to the, I'm walking out, you know, and I and I, I hadn't opened the, I don't think I, had, as far as I remember, I hadn't opened the note yet, and I kind of just walked out. Oh no, I totally did because I, oh, never mind. So I opened it up in front of the gal okay, who's at the, okay. who's at the checkout desk. I opened it up and I was like, and it says like, "Hey, I saw you in the waiting room. Uh, oh. Just figured I'd take a chance." And I have the note still at home in my office, up in my mirror there. Cute. And, uh, and it says something along the lines of like, uh, "You know, hey, I uh, saw you in the in the waiting room. Just figured I'd take a chance. Um, let me know if you want to get coffee, Jennifer, and give me a phone number, right?" And uh, and I remember looking up to the gal and I was like, "Was she hot?" the answer is yes she definitely so you Uh, had no idea who this person was well so okay i had (laughs) so so she had said and she was good looking definitely and this is probably from her being like okay fine she was good looking you know whatever i'm sorry not saying she's bitter (laughs) wait are you talking about the the person who gave you the note right well the Uh, one you know, her, she was probably uncomfortable. Right. She was I'm probably like, like I, I don't know if I said was I she hot. I think I was like, was she good looking? You know, or something like right, that. Right, you know? right. I mean, how, what do you of say? Of course, like, you know, of course. You know, so. I would have like, said the exact same thing. By the right, way, I'd have been like, dude, right. was he hot? Yeah. <laughs> I would have yeah. said the exact same. I've been thing. like, 
It's okay. <laughs> Give me your note. <laughs> no. So, uh, so I remember at the time I had seen two gals in the waiting room that I remembered. Okay. And neither of those were Jennifer. <laughs> okay. But the ones that I saw. Not that oops. Jennifer is forgettable. Oh, not Wait, at all. Hold yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, you are beautiful. Oh my gosh, uh, yes. Jennifer. Yes. I'm sure you are. Disclaimer, Jennifer, you're beautiful. Anyways, let's move on. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, you so, just happen to not remember Jennifer. Well, cause I because I had I had my I had my hoodie up, which I always did when I was in public because I'm edgy. And I, because uh, I'm, I'm edgy. You know, I went and sat down reading a he book. He has whatever, tattoos you know. in everything. Oh, no way. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I got piercings. Super edgy. Yeah. And like, oh my God. Holes in his face. Degenerate. Yeah. Um, so he, I remember, he is really edgy, by the way. Just, yeah, very just edgy. Ever. We'll get to, we'll, you will see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Um, so the, uh, so I, I remember having sat down and I saw a gal who was, she couldn't have been older than 17. Uh-oh. And she was with, what appeared to be her mother or father, or I can't remember exactly what the parent. I, oh, I, wanna, I can't say that I, it wasn't that I didn't realize what gender they were. I just can't remember in my mind. You know? Okay, there's and a, in this day and age, they yeah. could have been non-binary. An you an don't know. Oh, yeah, there's an God. amorphous adult with her, and then there was this gal who um, was probably my age who was sitting next to somebody who looked like either who would come in with somebody who was probably her boyfriend or something. Right. Maybe you know, and, and uh, I just assumed that you know whatever. And it's not that they had come in, and I'm like, oh, you know, here's. It was just that's the only thing. This is I my future you know? wife. Right. Yeah. Right. I just that was all I remember. Right. Totally. And so when I got the notes, I was like, I got the note and asked the gal, you know, and I walked out and I'm <laughs> like, the teenager. Nobody, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so nobody was in the nobody was in there yeah. to to like for me to be like, you know, was it you? Was it, you know whatever? Nobody was left in the the waiting room. So I walk out and um, at the time, I had been uh, at my work. Um, there was a gal who I had had a crush on for a pretty long time, and. Uh, I want to be very, very honest when I say this and not allow my feelings at the time to cloud what the truth was. Um, I think she just wasn't really all that into me, but I was like head over heels for her at work, you know? And that was, that lasted for probably like four months or so. Mm -hmm. And then it was about then I was like, you know, not only have I lost feelings, but I actually feel like she kind of leads me on sometimes. And uh, this gal at work. Like for attention. Yeah. And it was, it was like... There's a whole backstory. She was in a very abusive relationship oh, prior, so geez. I know she was very, very skittish when it came to right. that kind of thing, you know. And I was, and, and but at the time where I had gotten this note from Jennifer mm-hmm. um, at work, this gal, uh, it was months beyond the point where I was like, oh god, I want to be your boyfriend and all this right. stuff. It was like it was more like I'm a good friend, for, good friend to her, yeah. you know, and everything. And and she had made it very clear from the beginning that she was polyamorous, and so. Oh. I, and so this comes into play here with this Gen- with Jennifer here in a minute. I'll tell you. Oh. So um, this is getting better and better. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I told you I was edgy. So mm. um, so we. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So we. Uh, yes, you did. Don't yeah. make funny statements when I've just taken a sip <laughs> yeah, because the bubbles will come out my nose. Sure. Yeah. I've seen it. Um, I'll just be extremely deadpan while you're taking drinks. Thank you. Just yeah. wait till I've swallowed and then. Yeah. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. Wrong. Wrong yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um. So, uh, this gal at work, we were in a stage where she was starting to, she still kind of stringing me along, but I, I stopped uh, kind of picking yeah. up the crumbs, you know, I was like, I'll be your friend. And it was bread really, crumbing. she was breadcrumbing him. That's a reference to another podcast. Oh, I, I've heard about that. Uh, yeah. Jennifer told me about it. Yeah. So, um, so, uh, I was at a stage in my life when I got that note from Jennifer was that there was this gal at work who I had interest in, but no longer was looking for a relationship because I felt like I was being led on. I was mm-hmm. just a good friend of hers and she had always claimed that she was polyamorous and all this stuff. And my thought was, okay, if it's the 17 year old <laughs> or whatever she is, 
I'm just going to tell her, yeah, hey, I got a relationship at work, you know. Thank you, I'm not um, interested. You know, I'm not interested. Gotcha. I got somebody else, you know. And and truly, still, this gal was was genuinely close. I was close yeah, with her. Sure. We just we I kind of just moved on beyond mm-hmm. the point, right? And I thought, okay. And if it turns out not to be the other gal, because mm-hmm. the other one was she was okay. I mean, not as hot as Jennifer, and I and I truly mean that. Like, well, very few people yeah. are. Right. Yeah. So, but she, I was like, oh, you know, whatever. It's one. It's one of those things where I, I kind of just had in my mind that whoever it was, this gal at work was going to be my backup, and I was going to be like, you know, hey, right. I'm kind of. Right. You had the you had the balls to ask me a coffee, and I'm not going to deny you because if I did that, I would want somebody either to just, you know, text me and say whatever, or take me out and or let me t- buy them coffee yeah. or whatever you know, and be it's like, hey, just let yeah. me know and yeah, and I, I really just have a conversation. It. Exactly. Right. You know? So what did you do with that? So I uh, I go out to my car, and of course you can't text immediately because that looks not desperate. edgy. Yeah, that's desperate. <laughs> the opposite. That's whatever the, the opposite yeah. of edgy is. Yeah. Yeah. That's there's, how there's that a very, looks. There's a very uh, nebulous uh, definition for what edgy is. Sometimes nebulous. Cool. He used, he used, yeah. a, he used a big word. Yeah. <gasps> nebulous. We love big Broad. words on this show. We big. love big yeah. words. If you've got big words, we're in. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I get out there and I wait about an hour and then I text the number and then I say, hey, Jennifer, this is... Wait, I'm sorry. You waited an hour. You're that's what I'm saying. so edgy. That's what I'm saying. edgy. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh I'm my! So, come on. Okay, that is the cutest. You can say he's like, whatever. I'm not gonna do it right away, but let me wait an hour. Oh, it's like it's like a really <sighs> badass cartoon character, oh right? Like edgy <laughs> but cute. Like, <laughs> right. You're like you're like Mighty Mouse. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, super edgy is, and cute. Is Mighty Mouse isn't edgy? He's like he's edgy? forthright and like okay. yeah. Like, sorry, we are Justice digressing. Digress. Yeah. Go on. So back to. Digress a lot. Yeah, Edgy okay. Jordan. Um, so I, I text her an hour later, and because uh, I know that if I would have left the note, I would have wanted to text immediately. But of course, that's not what you do as a guy. You're not. Well, which I appreciate because I, if I were her, <laughs> and and having heard the story yes. from her side, mm-hmm. she's probably she's sweating bullets. Sure. Oh yeah. That hour yeah. was an eternity to her. She's sure. second guessing you herself. Super oh, yeah. edgy going, I, for that entire hour. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I can't believe I did this. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. my god. What? A, and then you text her back, yeah. and you're like. Phew, what'd you say? Right. So I texted her and I was like, hey, Jennifer, this is Jordan, the guy you left the note for, because she didn't know my name. Right. Because uh, HIPAA. Right. Yeah, because HIPAA. Wait, yeah. how did she then describe you? The edgy guy? So I didn't know this at the time. So I'll, I'll get into that. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, we'll get into that. This is so, so good. Good story. Yes. Right. Um, so I just texted her and I said, hey, uh, Jennifer, this is Jordan, the guy you left the note for, um, and I would love to get coffee. Uh, I'm available. Like, when are you available? And she goes, oh, that, that sounds great. You know, uh, In an hour? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she goes, uh, I mean, these are my days that I'm typically available. Okay. And I said, okay, um, you know, Tuesday morning or whatever works, the following Tuesday morning works. And, and uh, so cool, we were going to meet up. And so I'm going the entirety of that, like, weekend or whatever. I think it was, like, a Thursday or Friday when I got the note. Jennifer probably remember, but I don't remember. And, and yeah. then that following Tuesday, uh, we meet up at the coffee shop in Snohomish. And so... Her and I remember this differently, okay? Because I remember, <laughs> of course. this is what I remember. I remember sitting towards the entrance. Yeah. And so I basically, because I because I wear my hoodie all the time and I'm, you know. Edgy. I'm not gonna, You're I'm edgy. I'm not edgy, but, you know. <laughs> a little bit. Badass. Well, if I was a better say. thesaurus, I'd have yeah. other options right. for you, but. I wanted to be a goth when I was younger, but oh, I was too chubby, you know, so I make up for it now. <laughs> by, Stop saying that. You are so not chubby. No, no, I, I'm not now. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm 240 pounds, but I used to weigh 320. So like I've, I've lost oh, quite a bit from where okay. I was when I was 21. I would never have guessed. It's okay. It might've been um, solid muscle. Yeah. Lost <laughs> 70 pounds of solid muscle. <laughs> hey, it's possible how lazy I was for a long time. Um, oh, no. 
yeah. Back to that. Anyway. Yep. Anyway, so. Uh, so you're sitting in your hoodie looking so, so I'm, I'm, not edgy I'm but edgy. I'm looking towards the, the length of the coffee shop here. Jennifer remembers it, me sitting at the same table that's in the corner, but I'm facing the corner basically, right? Oh. So what she remembers is her coming <laughs> over the shoulder and, and like seeing me. And then that's when we first meet, right? But I swear, I swear to God, my memory, you. my memory is I looked up and I see this gal walking towards me who is neither of the two. And who is super hot. So who is, who is, who is neither of the two. Who was not 17. Who was not 17. That's the first thing we need to know. Who was not the gal I saw that had boy, boyfriend or brother, whoever she brought in. And I had been preparing. For one of those. For one of them. Right. To be able to, and I had been, and it's not that I was like, Okay, what am I gonna say? Okay, I'm gonna say this. Again. It was more like, hey, when I when we meet up, I'm just gonna be like, you know, hey, I really appreciate you showing up. It was cool. Let's get coffee. Or let's have coffee, and then be able to tell the story of, yeah, I'm kind of with somebody at work. I'm interested, whatever. And the moment I see her, hmm. and I know that she's coming towards me, that it's her because there's no really nowhere else to really go, and she's got a smile on her face when she shows up, and I see her, and it was like, uh, who who at work? What? Uh, <gasps> this is she is beautiful. Oh. And it was like immediately I was like, damn. Uh-huh. Like, this, is, this is who it is. And she's smiling. She comes up. She goes, hi, I'm Jennifer. You know, and we meet and everything. And oh, my God. So this is how I know, actually, now that I look back on it, this is how I know it was a heart palpitation thing because I had severe anxiety around that time. I was having panic attacks mm. for, like, weeks during that time. And when I met her, I immediately started having a panic attack. Oh, my <laughs> God. And I, and I told her, she knows this. And I was like, she, she sees this cool, rugged exterior, and I'm going... <laughs> like inside going like, I can't even catch my I can't even catch my breath right now your heart's like just going yeah, I can't even catch like, it and, oh. and so can I ask a question of course at, at, in, at that moment when mm-hmm. she walked in mm-hmm. did you think oh this woman is 14 years older than me I was thinking the same thing I didn't think she was 14 years older than me but I, thought, I knew immediately she was older than me okay. you could tell she was older than mm-hmm. you oh yeah you but it didn't, didn't know how much it didn't oh, yeah. and that didn't you. even wasn't even a thought mm-hmm. in your mind no you were just I mean, like it may, it she's may, gorgeous honestly it it, it of course is a thought in my mind because what I was expecting was gals who, who were seventeen, either were yo- 17 <laughs> or was around my age or a little right. bit younger. Okay. You know, sure. I want to say the other one looked probably in like her late twenties or something. This is me right. in my early thirties or about thirty, thirty-one. So you were and thinking someone either five years ish younger sure. than you or ten years right, younger exactly. than you, and, and um, a woman who's older than you comes right. in. And this is Jennifer shows up. And, so you noticed and it, is, it, but it didn't. Not a, not in the slightest bit. Right. It was it was a it was a very pleasant surprise. Actually, it was like. This is this is not a situation I'm used to, you know. So then you were like, I can't use that excuse now, nor do I want to. That was the thing. Was like, it's not about (gasps) I can't use it. It was like I have no desire to right now. Like immediately when I saw her, I was like, damn. Okay, well let's get to know her because she's beautiful and and she she left you that sweet note. I know a note. Right. (laughs) Love the note. Right. And so you know we we get to talk and everything. We have coffee and we move from the table either. Either we had been at the table for a few minutes, and then we moved to the uh, reclining chairs, whatever they have oh. there around the fire pit or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. or we had just gotten up from there, gotten coffee, and went there yeah. and started talking and stuff. And she's telling me about herself, telling me about her daughter and uh, what she does for a living and does, you know, her passions with horse work and everything. She's asking me about my passions, oh, wow. and I told her, you know, I was writing and that I work for uh, video game companies and all that stuff. And, um, you know, like I said, but I, and, and, and I, I was... I, I truly feel like if I wasn't dealing with consistent panic attacks at that time, I would be hella nervous, but I would have been able to take it in right. and just be like, okay, Deep don't fuck this up, you know? <laughs> but, but I was, I was legitimately had been dealing with like chronic panic attacks where it felt like I couldn't get my breath yeah, prior to that. Even. Totally. And then right in the middle of us talking, it was happening for like 30 minutes. And I'm like, did oh. you disclose that to her at the time? Not at that time. No, it was, right. uh, it was, I, I think I told her, uh, 
I don't know. She might remember, but I want to say it was probably like, I actually can't remember. It wasn't, it wasn't then that I told her about it. It was, it was, uh, cause I remember when, cause we met up for dinner for our first dinner date or mm-hmm. one of the first at a, um, Chinese noodle place. And at that place I had, I had been, it had been enough days where I was, I was kind of, it wasn't nearly as serious, the yeah. panic attacks, but I was having another one while I'm with her, you know? And it was Aww. like, it was spurred on by me being nervous, you know, or whatever. Sure. Oh, yeah. You can't catch your breath. Oh, and, sure. So can I just, just pause for in this? Just, this isn't necessarily on topic, but I do want to thank you for your honesty um, about that. Because I think mental health issues are so common. Mm-hmm. And we're always, I mean, I've had panic attacks, mm-hmm. so many panic attacks. Mm-hmm. And I was so embarrassed to talk about oh, it sure. because I'm like, I've, you know, people think I'm just like calm and cool and I have it all together, mm-hmm. but it's so refreshing now oh, when sure. people just say, yeah, yeah this is what's going on. Oh, yeah. And I just love your just like putting it out for there sure. and talking about it and just letting us mm-hmm. and our mm-hmm. audience know. In like, on that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's real. So thank you for yeah, that. I think it, the more we that we can talk it. about it and normalize yeah. it, the better. Absolutely. So just yeah. a little segue sure. there. No, no, um, so, totally. so when you guys were on your first date, did you talk about your age right away? Or did that come up later? And it's okay I if you don't so, remember. No, I, I, I have such <laughs> shitty memory. I mean, was it something that was, okay, let, let me ask you this. Was it a big deal for you? No, not right at all. But, but or her? I don't think so. And okay. I think, I think I'd probably say on that lunch date or that dinner date, yeah, so I think I probably asked her or maybe she, maybe she asked me <laughs> You were something. curious, right? Both right. of you I mean, a little or, bit? Or at some point, I mean, again, she probably knows, she probably knows way better than I do, but I, I remember but I, 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 we definitely covered it at Which some point. Which is funny because the older people's memories start going first. Uh, so. I know, but she's, she, I've always had a terrible memory and it didn't help that I've been on and off smoking weed for like seven years <laughs> at that point, you know, six years. So I'm just messing anyway. So, is, sure. so just, just getting, so I just find it so interesting that like you said, you know, you saw her and it kind of just, it didn't matter. It didn't sure. matter because <laughs> I, of course, in my research, I Wait, have, you did research? <laughs> I know. What? So weird. what? I love researching. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> there is a shit ton of research I know. on this topic. Mm-hmm. It is such a big thing. And I didn't know. I've also been in a relationship mm-hmm. where the man was 14 years younger than me. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I had, I don't, I would love to hear Jennifer's perspective because course, yeah. I definitely had a lot more issue with it than he did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found in, there, there was a study in a couple of years ago. In North America, the average age gap, the average age gap between couples mm-hmm. is 2.3 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting is that it seems that most people, most people in every study that I've ever read, most people seem to be okay with relationships where there is not more than a 10-year age gap. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, there mm-hmm. seems to be a social stigma. Either direction. Well, sure. so what's Male interesting is I did that. So thank you, first of all, to everyone who... So I did a survey mm-hmm. yeah. prior to this episode sure. uh, on this topic. And one of the questions that I asked is, what do you consider mm-hmm. to be a significant mm-hmm. age gap? And mm-hmm. I offered four different ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, less than five years, five to seven years, mm-hmm. seven to ten years. Oh, excuse me. Uh, hold on. Yeah. There was seven to ten. There was ten to fifteen. Mm-hmm. And then fifteen years or more. Right. So mm-hmm. I guess that's fine. <clears throat> I Counting's really hard for me. So, so what did you find? Um, only one person or very few people thought in the less than five yeah. years counted. Um, but what I found was almost 60% of people really considered mm-hmm. it to be a significant age gap when you get to the 10 to 15% yeah, sure. range. And that's consistent with the research. And sure. then there were 
about 20 people thought seven to 10 years and then a little more than 20% thought mm-hmm. over 15. So they were okay up to 15 years. And then beyond that, they're like, oh, that's But it just depended on, yeah, how yeah. you interpreted that question. Yeah. And and I didn't, it wasn't a super detailed but, survey, but it was just a quick mm-hmm. snapshot. But sure. every single article that I read, and I read a lot, pretty much continued to um, perpetuate that idea that people are quote okay and when I say okay mm-hmm. I just mean like generally societally speaking they it's don't like, go oh. they don't they, yeah it's not a oh. big deal up to 10 years but sure. beyond 10 years people I don't know I wouldn't say that they necessarily look negatively on it but they think it's a big deal mm-hmm. it starts um, it's become significant it starts being significant right mm-hmm. and it and and the experts psychologists say that at that point it becomes more challenging mm-hmm. Um, we all have different challenges. Last week, our entire podcast was about various challenges in relationships. This is just one challenge. Sure. Um, have you found specific challenges with your age difference? And I'm not saying it's, yeah. it's a bad thing, but are there challenges with the um, age difference? I feel like... Uh, no. I mean... Wow. And I'm not just I'm not just bullshitting. No, I'm, no. I, I, I asked mean, you a question. Right. So I didn't I didn't lose my virginity until I was 19. I didn't have a first serious girlfriend until then, and okay. she was six months older than me. My next girlfriend was uh, six months older than me. The one after that, who I got engaged to, was uh, four years younger. I was with another one after that, who was four years younger. I was with. Uh, then I took my break. Revel. I was talking about right, for yeah. about five years, um, ish, and. Uh, during that time, I slept with a gal who was about eight years older than me, um, and then I was in a relationship with somebody who was about my age. I want to say she was like maybe within a year. I, don't, I never asked her mm-hmm. age, but somebody I worked with. Then there was a gal who I was with who was uh, three or four years younger at mm-hmm. that point. Um, so you've been all over the board. Well, mostly, mostly as far as relationships were concerned, they were they were either around where I was or a little or bit younger. younger. Yeah. And um, you know, my father, he uh, he and my mom got divorced when I was four, and the and the relationship that he's been in that sticks out the most in all that time is um, when he was forty two, he met a gal who was twenty or twenty one. Ooh. And they dated. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yeah. I and mean half his age. Yeah, totally. Literally half his age. Yeah. And um they dated for however long it was, like years. And uh and she was she was uh uh awesome, a, a great part of the family, you know, but they never got married. Um, and then they split up and then, uh, in the last like five or six years, they have rekindled things and, and she's actually younger than Jennifer. Um, but I have never seen, I would never imagine anybody else being better for my father. So was it awkward for you when he first started dating her and you were, I was too young, but, but she was younger than well, no, she would have been older than you, younger sure. than Jennifer. Okay, She's definitely, definitely older than me. Um, well, thank God, because yeah. that's a whole other <laughs> like Oedipus oh, yeah. thing. Oh, oh my gosh. Sure. Yeah. Well, but I think to your point, mm-hmm. what the other things that I kind of gleaned from all the articles I read is that, bottom line, it's more about where you are in mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. because maybe when you know he was 42 and she was 21 sure. they were at completely different stages and it definitely mm-hmm. seemed when I, when I look back on it yeah and from what my father's told me it's definitely uh, it definitely seemed like that and but, now yeah. she's in her 40s and oh, he's yeah, in his yeah. 60s they're mm-hmm. at a whole different oh, yeah. stage of life well and that's so, more it's mm-hmm. more about stages than ages mm-hmm. and sure. one of the say. one of the responses we got to the survey because I asked a number of questions and one of mm-hmm. them is would you date someone who had whatever it is you consider a significant age gap, mm-hmm. would you date someone that was significantly older or mm-hmm. younger than you? 
And we that's where people kind of got to give us a little color with their a little answer. more feedback. Because yeah. I asked, why not? If mm-hmm. the answer is no, yeah. mm-hmm. why not? And um, one person suggested that it shouldn't matter, mm-hmm. but that in order for the the relationship to work, the younger partner should be at least 25 years old because at that age, <laughs> I think that's they, they know themselves better. Sure. So it may be that at, at 20 yeah. or 21 mm-hmm. years old, this mm-hmm. woman wasn't ready to be a partner to anyone because she didn't right. really know herself, but now a little later in life, <clears throat> right. and like we talked about earlier, sure. I know myself better now than I did <clears throat> 10 years ago when I got divorced. Right. Sure. Um, so maybe now that's why it's able to be a more successful mm-hmm. relationship because... She's more right. mm-hmm. aware of who she is. Oh, well, yeah. and the other thing too is like a twenty-one-year-old, she's probably going to want to start a family at some point, mm-hmm. most likely. Um, and then there's the forty-two-year-old. He's probably already gone to. through that. Mm-hmm. Or if, well, we know he, or he's this, had at least one right, kid. Right. <laughs> but I'm not just talking about him. Like in general, like forty-something, they either if they haven't done it already, they're going to want to, mm-hmm. and so it's much more difficult. Or mm-hmm. they already have young children, and mm-hmm. then is a twenty-one-year-old going to want to raise the? Well, young she children? had a young. She had a young daughter at the okay. time, like uh, pretty oh, wow. young. And uh, we. So I, if I remember correctly. So, well, so the whole reason I brought that up was that my exposure to relationships with any sort of significant age gap was my was a male right. with a younger female. You right, know? right. And, and of course, you know, we don't have to get into it if you guys don't want to, but that's what's perpetuated <laughs> by society. Society accepts that. that. Pornography uh, uh, specifically spotlights girls that are 18 years to 22 or whatever, you know, which mm-hmm. are not, which... Right. This is unfortunately what we have in society is that they yeah. spotlight this as like the prime age or whatever, so you have... Plenty of men who are looking for that kind of age range where, mm. you know, I, when I look at it now, it's like, you know, I'm not saying that that's the reason why my dad dated her, but it was more along the lines right. of like that, that seems to be what's it's most acceptable. societally it? acceptable. Exactly. It was more 100%. in alignment with yes, what it's was exactly. comfortable. Right. Which I'm not saying is a good thing, but I'm no. saying that that's what is, that's no, what exposure absolutely. in our country is, you know, and, and many other countries too. And as you, as we were talking before, there are some countries that still do even younger, you know, yeah. married off to men yes. that are, you know, much older and... Yeah, I have but my... A friend of mine who ironically has the same name as his wife, but is a different person. Ironically, just not went, really ironically. That name well, is very... Well, just coincidentally. Very, coincidentally. Very, very popular. Very ironic. No. <laughs> not ironic. It was coincidental. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... I just meant... It's like, okay. That, I've that been name. Yeah. It's fine. Jennifer's. So it's many Jennifer's. Yeah. So um, anyway, this friend of mine who was recently divorced and, and just went on one of... Actually, not one of. She just went on her first... Post divorce date. Oh, yay, Jennifer! With an uh, with a gentleman she met online, and I used the term gentleman loosely. Oh no, Jennifer! She called me right after, <laughs> and he was saying so he's forty one, mm-hmm. and he was saying to her that he, one of the incredulous things that he said, and Uh-oh. there were many, Uh-oh. and those are all topics for other podcasts. But one of the things that he mentioned was that in addition to the fact that women shouldn't do things like plastic surgery and change their bodies and whatever, Mm -hmm. that women should really consider or should be um, having babies from the age of 15 to 30 because that's when... Excuse me? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. He said that to her. And she's can like, we take a moment? No. <laughs> <laughs> because I will go down a rabbit hole can, with this yeah. guy. Can we take a motherfucking hey, this guy, moment? This guy wants to dictate. This guy wants to dictate when oh, you get to have a child. Right. Oh, and I'm, when you don't. I'm yeah. gonna. Hype, I'm having a panic attack right now. <laughs> <gasps> Woo! 
wow. Well, that was on top of a few other, he has some very strong opinions about lots of things, but that was one of them. So she's never seeing him again. Oh God, no. Okay, good. No, but it was just, and then what I thought was funny was that on top of that, he also felt like, okay, women should start having children in their teens and 20s. Oh God. But also, which which is a very like old school, mm-hmm. old fashioned. Mm-hmm. It's like 14th century Chaucer. 14th century mm-hmm. Chaucer <laughs> yeah. belief system. But at the same time, he's like, well, I don't feel like as a man, I should have to pay for every date. And I'm like, dude, you don't get it both ways. <laughs> like you are either <laughs> right. the guy yeah. and you've got the the 18-year-old yeah. pregnant, oh, sure. or you're the enlightened man who splits right. the bill, but you don't get to you be both. You don't get to be both. Sure. That's so fascinating. Right. Fascinating slash disgusting. So we're just going to keep rooting for her to keep going back out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, so yeah, so I, <laughs> speaking of societal norms, um, let's talk about the whole cougar phenomenon. Sure. Because I have to tell you, when I was dating... Um, this gentleman, and he was a gentleman, and um, we did not break up because of the age difference. This was the guy you talked about in like episode episode one, two, two, one. No, it was one. episode one. Yeah, yeah it there was have been so many I now because yeah. this is episode this whole six. Long list. Yeah. So we we met at the wedding, and when we met. I honestly had no idea. When she idea. says they met at the wedding, in case you didn't listen to that episode, she doesn't mean she they met at their wedding. Oh, thanks, thanks, yeah. yeah. They, um, they met, met at, at a, a wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah. But I did not know that he was that much younger than me because mm-hmm. he looked quite a bit older, and I don't think I look my age. I'm just no, going to say don't. that. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, we knew we were a little different, but mm-hmm. we didn't know we were 14 years. So when I found out, I completely flipped out. Mm-hmm. I had never dated anyone younger than me. Mm-hmm. I had always dated my age or a little older. Sure. And, um, or like right around my age. And so I had a really hard time with it. And what I realized is I just have to not think about that. Because mm-hmm. truly, we met at such an intellectual level mm-hmm. and an emotional level, which for was sure. super key for me because I'm all mm-hmm. about that. And so <laughs> the times that it was most difficult were when we tried to talk about pop culture. So here's a great example, okay? And you're laughing because I guarantee you've had this. Oh, so sure. here's an example. He and I were sitting around with a friend of his that happened to be closer to my age. And the friend and I, the friend was married to a woman named Marsha. And so Marcia, I Marsha. Exactly. So I start saying that. The friend starts saying that. We're laughing about Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I look over at my boyfriend. He has a completely blank look on his face. Does it look like the face. look on Jordan's face right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, oh, my God. I said, do you even know what we're talking about? And he shook his head. And I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> so Brady Bunch. Just yep. oh, F- I, oh, FYI. I okay. Well, he Oh, didn't. you do know. Okay. He didn't. Um, so that and was And you're the, the same age as him, right? The um, What was that? Oh, he might so be a year older he, than... Yeah, he well, would have been... I've never watched the show, but I've heard that so many times, and I know the reference of a lot of different things to it. I just feel like if you were part <laughs> of that... Well, I'm not going to go on a tirade on that. Anyways. Anyway, and then yeah. the other the other time that I was like, ah, um, we were discussing a little boy I had babysat mm-hmm. when I was in high school, and the little boy was four, <laughs> yeah. and we just were, and I was telling him, oh, da, 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 you know, and I said, and he graduated from high school, and when he graduated, it was this year... And I said, wait, when did you graduate high school? And he said, the same year. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I realized I could have bathed him mm-hmm. when he was four years you- old. Mm-hmm. And I was 18. And I was like, no. 
And really, at, at 15 or 16, you could have changed his diapers. Oh, stop it, stop it. Ah, so, oh. You would have been wiping his ass. So, and, oh, oh well, man. well, anyway. Well, if you did that later, that's on you. Oh I don't know what God. you're into. I was hey, we're thinking, not shaming here. I There's was thinking no judgment. more of when I get older, and he might be doing that for me, yeah, or, yeah. you know. Oh. <laughs> hey, he's paying it back. You, know, you just got to wait for the long haul, that's and then he'll pay it back. That is the quote of the podcast. <laughs> so my point is this. Most of the time, if I just didn't think about the, the numbers, mm-hmm. we met on an incredibly awesome level. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I read in one of my articles was that it's more about the mental age. Mm-hmm. And mentally and emotionally, we were so simpatico. Mm-hmm. And that so seems, I'm just not thinking about That seems age. to be mm-hmm. true of you and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I've had the opportunity to hang out with mm-hmm. the two of you together, you're very... For sure. Equal. You're on a very equal level. I mean, You're insane. She's is she edgy, edgy, though? She's very edgy. Well, she, and, 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 you know, one of the things, too, is that uh, I, I, am, I am not speaking ill of my previous girlfriends and that they didn't provide anything and we didn't have anything in common. No. It's just a very, it's a very, so when you said, was there anything that you, kind of put you off or that was bad about it? I, I say, honestly, there's nothing bad about my relationship with Jennifer. As not far as bad. Age is concerned, just you know, challenging. Or challenging even. Really, okay. truly. I mean, aside from like her having tons of 80s references that I don't get. Even though, <laughs> even though I, was yes. born, I was born in the mid-80s, so I, I get it. some of them, you know. Oh my God. I know. I was born in the mid-80s, so ah. I get some of them. But now... <laughs> Oh, Jackie's right. lying on the floor so right like, now. <laughs> some of the songs we've titled our episodes after sure. are older than Jordan. Oh, oh yeah, I was born in '86. Okay, no. where can it? That was the to... year of uh, what's his face? The song Sledgehammer. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's uh, Peter Gabriel. Gabriel. We were talking what do you about mean, him today. What's his face? Oh my <laughs> god. We were literally just talking about Peter. Gabriel <laughs> we literally were before you got here. Yeah. In your because eyes. Because that's what old know. people do Beautiful. is we sit around and talk about Peter Gabriel. Oh yeah, for sure. Just waiting for a podcast. Like God, this is. Oh shit. How about that Peter Gabriel? Oh my um, god! So, How about that, Peter Gabriel? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Ow! Ooh, take a moment. So, You're I, I totally agree with that sentiment. Is yes. that with Jennifer and I? It's very different than my previous relationships, you know. Um, and it's and it is not at all me saying that I was, you know, intellectually more mature than my previous girlfriends or anything. I mean, maybe, maybe in some ways for sure, but in other ways I definitely wasn't. One of the funny things. As a side note, one of the funny things and one of the uh, that I didn't expect to come out of this relationship was that I realized just how immature I was in many real world ways when I started dating Jennifer. That's fascinating oh, for certain, and it, and it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing. It was just I I am lazy and I have specific Stop things. No, no, that. hear me out, hear me out. I lived in my own apartment for seven years. I rarely ever did dishes, and I'm not saying I would leave them in for, there for months on end. But I would leave them in there for weeks. Mm-hmm. And if it was starting to get bad, I'd just go spray some stuff on it if I was busy and just come back to it whenever I could, you know? I, I didn't dust or vacuum very, like, hardly ever. I know. I, no, I'm out. just kidding. I'm totally kidding. But and, no, and I know what you're saying. <laughs> Jackie's going, oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to picture it. There's This is my face when I'm trying to picture something. Sure. It is. It's, yeah. it's not her RBF. It's her, what is it? It's my RSF. RSF. Resting stupid face. People yeah. think, when I'm processing what someone's saying, people think I don't get it. <laughs> And it's not that I, I don't she's get angry. it. Yeah, okay. I think she's angry. It's that I'm like I'm I'm literally going through this mm-hmm. sort of mental gymnastics of picturing what mm-hmm. the person is talking about. So For sure. I call it. Other people have an RBF. Mm-hmm. I have a RSF. It's my resting mm-hmm. stupid face. She, uh, but you know, she had she had a daughter. So I, so that was another thing too. Was I'd never been with anybody who had a kid, and uh, that wasn't a little challenging. 
Of course it was challenging. That, okay. And, and, I and was, it probably still is. Yay. That, yes. Because that a challenge is a teenager now. And I love her to death. And, and I used to... Oh, you're edgy. And she probably thinks she's the coolest thing ever. Mm. You know what? You know how Jennifer describes this, though? Sure. She, she feels, from what she's shared with me, mm-hmm. and I hope I'm not out on you, Jennifer, but I am. Um, <laughs> you should. But what she has shared with me is that one of the things that she appreciates most about having you in the house with... Their, with her daughter mm-hmm. is that sometimes you're that bridge mm-hmm. between a teenager yeah. and a 40 something mm-hmm. yeah because you li- like literally mm-hmm. you have a are, foot in are, both worlds yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah and yeah. and I think what she has expressed to me is how much she appreciates mm-hmm. the balance that you provide <clears throat> when mother teenage daughter start mm-hmm. going wackadoodle right. there's a bridge oh, and I was going to say too you know that's what I was going to say also to in agreement with that was that I think, I think that's probably the case with even, even mothers of teenage daughters who maybe even older than their forties versus teenage daughters, even, even younger or whatever. But, um, you know, I, uh, I think that would happen even if like I had a teenage kid, you know, a a teenage boy or even a teenage girl and, uh, Jennifer comes into my life and is able to, and I'm not, I'm not saying that there isn't a benefit to being in the middle of the ages. I mean, there totally is, but, because I get a lot of the things that do, but there's a lot of things that Jennifer isn't aware of, you know, as far as like the meme culture and all that stuff, you know. I mean, even though Jennifer's a memer, you know, for sure. Um, there, I get it. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of references. I love her memes. Oh, me too. No, I get it. My boyfriend has teenagers, and there's some things that they say that I'm like, I kind of know what you're talking about, right, but I kind of don't. Totally. And and, right. and I'm just closer to that generation that I kind of remember the sh- you know the TV shows that they are yeah. that their TV shows yes. reference as opposed to. The TV shows I was into referencing the '80s ones, which I never had an idea about. Oh. And no one in their in their TV shows is saying Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Right. Let's be clear. Right. No one. No one. Because I have a teenager. Yeah. My mm-hmm. so my son is only I think a year mm-hmm. older than your stepdaughter, mm-hmm. and if I were to say Marsha, Marsha, Marsha right. to him, he would look at me like I had just grown a second. Yeah. <laughs> no, so. it's true. My yeah. boyfriend's oldest son has been listening to our podcast. Hi, Eli. Um, and I don't think he would know about that. Mm-hmm. Although he may prove me wrong, but I would doubt it. But no, I hear what you're saying. The th- it's like every generation is referencing the generation before sure, it. You know? So there is, there is, of course, a mm-hmm. gap that continues. But, you know, Jennifer being as much into what... You know, I, I was born in the 80s, but I'm a 90s kid. That, that's, right. that's me, you know. Right, And and We were 80s Jennifer, kids. Right, Jennifer was born in the early part of the 70s, but she was an 80s kid. That's yeah. when she came yeah. to came fruition. Came of as age. A, exactly, yes. you know, and, and in her teenage years and like was a lot, much more formative, That's you know? actually why all our episodes are named after 80s songs, because that's our generation. That's our that's generation. when we were totally. coming that's of age. That's when the music spoke to us, mm-hmm. yes. 100%. Yeah, and, uh, and the 90s, and, and of course everybody can say that they're, you know, uh, 10 years, um, you know, the decade or whatever, like the 80s, 70s, 90s, 2000s, they all have their own special, you know, flavor or whatever, right. music or kind of like pop style, culture and stuff. And style, fashion, yeah. Um, I feel like the 90s was special and that there was so much, because my sister's five years older than me, uh-huh. and there's so much of the 80s that carried over into, like I, my favorite movies are all from the 80s. Uh, yes! Seriously. 
Like uh, the thing, John Carpenter's The Thing is the greatest horror movie of all time. And okay. can and I just can I just we did a trivia night the other night and thank God for his eighties <laughs> horror movie oh, my fascination gosh. that got us through an entire oh, yeah. category. Oh, oh that's yeah. great because I know nothing about horror movies. Oh, yeah. I was all about the John Hughes movies. Mm-hmm. I mean that's like You were like Breakfast Club Breakfast and Pretty Pink sure. and Weird I mean come and... on. Well, not so much that one. Sixteen Candles, best movie ever. <laughs> you don't you didn't like Weird Science? <laughs> eh. I mean, it was basically it a was teenage more of a boy movie. movie. I know. I was all about Samantha right. Baker. Let's just go there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, no, that totally makes sense. Though what you're saying. So what's interesting is both of you have been in. Yes. What I would consider relationships with significant age gaps. Yes, it is significant. And so it's funny. So the I've had two relationships where the age gap was six years. Mm-hmm. I've always been the younger. But okay. that's partly just because I tend to be attracted to older men. Do you? I do. I've, I, <laughs> so going back to a couple of previous podcasts, uh-huh. the only younger guy I've ever dated was the skipper. Right. And, and we saw how, we that, saw how that ended up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so, then there was Grandpa Flopsy, and that was on the other side, and that didn't go so well either. But even, well, so we only, you know, I, anyway. <laughs> anyway. That was, I wouldn't call that a relationship. It okay. ended that was more of a... It ended early. Hookup that didn't hook It up. wasn't a hookup. It was <laughs> No, it between, would have been. It's somewhere between a hookup and a relationship. Okay. We didn't... You we never actually hooked up. We passed the hookup barrier, but we never got to the relationship mm-hmm. milestone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so two relationships that I've had since I was divorced were where I was younger than my partner right. by six years. Turns out okay. it was six years in both cases. I never considered that to be a significant age difference. Nor does society. Except that when we did our when we did our survey, there were a few people who really it's interesting how people look at that and I wonder how much of that has to do with how old are you at the time because when you're 20, right. a 6 year age gap is different. When you're 40, that's less of a difference. Well, and that's what I kept looking, that's what I kept seeing in all the articles. And it, again, took me back to my experience because I would think about my ex-boyfriend and I would think, okay, if we had met when he was 13 and I was 27, well, that would have just been gross. And illegal. And super, (laughs) super illegal. Especially if I was his teacher. You'd be be registered on some list somewhere. You'd have to tell people when you moved. It would have been a big hassle. You got to go meet all your neighbors and be like, hi, I'm a sex offender. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my name is, yeah. But but, let's say that we met when he was, I don't know, 70 and I was 84. I mean, come on. We're changing each other's diapers at that point. (laughs) that's hot that's hot you're sick Jackie (laughs) you're sick there's a reason I'm still single (laughs) that's hot I like that (laughs) so into that (laughs) my number is so but but okay side note on that and I don't know how many of y'all know this I did not know this I found this fascinating in my research I found do you know okay the French president Emmanuel Macron I had to say that really Mm -hmm. French how do do Um, you spell that M-A-C-R-O-N. Macron. 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 Okay. I think I'm I saying that right. In high school, so I'm I did sure too. I got that right. baked good. Okay. <laughs> That's, That's a, a macaroon. Well, oh there's God. two of them, it's, I thought. There's a macaroon, coconut macaroon, then there's a macaroon that's a, like macaron. a macaroon. Okay. Well. Macaron. Okay, so anyway, we're not talking about macros. We're talking about Emmanuel Macron, who is the French president or prime minister. Anyway, sorry. He's I the know top that. dude in He's France. <laughs> the equivalent. Um... You guys, he's 24 years younger than his wife, Brigitte, which I think is awesome. 24. Okay. okay. Now, 
Now, he's six, she's 65, and he's 41. So have here's a piece of research that I did not do, and I'm wondering if you I did. I may have. When we talk about significant age gaps yes. and societal norms, how does America, America which is right. typically right. pretty prudish, hold up to <sighs> other countries? That's what I was going to say. I that my the first thought that I had was first of all she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Second of all, looks aren't everything, Dion. <laughs> unfortunately for Americans in Europe, aging women are revered mm-hmm. so much more than they mm-hmm. are here. Fortunately for them, unfortunately for us, like older Italian women. I mean, think about like Bridget Bardot. Bard- Brigitte Bardot. Yeah, her. Yeah. She's French. Um, or like. Any of the the oh, European Sophia women, Lorraine. Sophia Loren. That's who I was thinking. I mean, people still think she is God's gift to men, and she is fucking hot. But if she was living here in the United States, mm-hmm. people Do you would just know be like, who "Oh, she's Sophia old." Loren is. I know. I, I, I've heard the name a million times. I'm sure I've seen her. I just can't put a name it's to her okay. face right now. Yeah, so. don't put him on the spot. Poor yeah. guy. I want to no, put him on the spot just a little bit because what but, other? So what fun would it be? What, if we what was she in? What would I know her from? Oh, Italian oh, movies. Lots of movies from before we were. She's older than us. She's like. Of a boom, like sure. big. She's like the, like big the She's gorgeous. 60s, 1950s and 60s sex bomb kind of pinup sure. girl. Sure. But not even a pinup girl. She, she was, was more of a movie star. Okay. But I'm saying, like, she looked like that. I'm she sure was, I recognize she's this place. Effing gorgeous. And she's okay. Italian. And so that was one of the points I was going to make about how. American standards are very different than, say, mm-hmm. European standards or other Western countries. But the other thing I was going to say is where they are now, Emmanuel and Brigitte, mm-hmm. they're in the same stage of life. So it's not that big of a deal. However, here's the not-so-great part of the story. Mm-hmm. They actually met when <laughs> when she was his high school teacher. Oh, <laughs> people in America go to Yay. jail for that shit. No, no, no. They didn't get together then. Oh, okay. They oh. met. He was 18 years old. Are we sure they didn't get together then? And, well, we're not sure, but no one's going to be talking about that. But the point is, had they gotten together when he was 18 and she was 32, that would have been a whole other thing. Wouldn't that have been 42? How, how many years? 14. She's no. 24 years older than him, right? He's <gasps> 24. Sorry, I was going with yeah. you and me. You're no, right. Totally. Oh my God. Yeah. So we're 42. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. I was thinking of our Which, 14. Again, but again, like I said, I mean, you know. 42 and 18. That's my, a little My different. dad, it is a lot more. That's what I was saying before. How it, is that different though than 32 and 18? It's still different. It's very different. I'm just saying an 18-year-old is a teenager. And so getting together with someone who's in their 30s or 40s sure. would be a whole different thing than 41 right, and 65. Saying, but like what you just said, 30s no. or 40s. Yeah. Right? Either with an 18-year-old. Either way, that's either creepy. Either way, it's icky. It's creepy. Sure. So whether she was yeah. 14 or 24 years old, I know. still the but ick factor is the same. For like, sure. Right. And, so, so and my, earlier on in my life, I didn't think that it was actually... And I still don't think it was weird that my dad was with his girlfriend when she was right. 20, 21, when he was 42 nowadays. And I still don't because I knew her. But but having having my stepdaughter in my life has really changed my opinion a lot. <laughs> it truly has no, changed my I opinion bet. a lot I about that. I bet it has. You know? like, because um, yeah. if some older guy came into her life, you'd have questions. Oh, I would have a lot more than questions. I was and, gonna say he would yeah. be like, uh-uh. and he's edgy, so you know he. Oh, you know, you know, I'm down to show edginess. How old is she now? She's thirteen and a half. Oh yeah. no! I met her when she just turned ten, I think, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, so here's what's like so here's what, so with this survey that I did, 
Um, or that we did, I should say. Well, you did it. We did it. We did it. It was it was a mutual joint. It was part of this whole joint (laughs) effort. Um, I really loved reading those of the the folks that provided some color when they answered yes, I would or no, I wouldn't. Mm Um, and, and one person expressed, and it was a woman, I'm guessing just because of what she said, that she didn't want to be considered a cougar and that dating someone who was significantly younger than her would be someone who was maybe in a different place in his life professionally mm-hmm. and in terms of sort of, of whether he, est- whether he was, whether he was established <laughs> or not. Right. And so whether she he could was, vacuum his own house or not. Not even about Whoa. vacuuming. Whoa. There's no judgment. Now you're here. doing low blows here. No. That was below the belt. It yeah. was a little bit. Sorry. No, no, it was more about is this person established? Do they right. No, that makes sense. Am, am I funding this relationship? And also is and like you brought up earlier, is is this person gonna want to have kids? And that's one of the reasons, um, you know, we've done a few episodes, we often mention online dating. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the reasons I tend to stay away from younger men because men who are significantly younger than me have not had their babies yet. And if they want to have babies, totally, this factory is shut down. Shut down, down, girl. The windows are closed. So that's such an important thing that you have to be on the same page about. And I know you guys talk about that Mm -hmm. and and whatever, and I think it's great if you can be on the same page about Mm -hmm. that. But for me, I would rather... no, if I, I met someone organically and just had this great connection and I wrote mm-hmm. them a note and mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. Um, that would be one thing. But when you're looking online and you have mm-hmm. parameters, oh, yeah, totally. I set my parameters to filter out mm-hmm. people that are significantly younger than me for that reason. Well, no, like I said, I was, when I met my ex, had I known from the get go that he was 14 years younger than me, I can tell you unequivocally, I would never have initiated that conversation mm-hmm. ever because I had a prejudice against that because I I just felt like someone younger is going to want something different than I am. But you stayed with him he was for really over angry. a year, uh, which like means almost two. Which means that you got whatever it was. So I think yeah, I think what's interesting is we get over those prejudices when you meet a person, an individual mm-hmm. who right. connects with you. <clears throat> Outside of those yes. norms and outside of those prejudices. As long as we didn't talk about Brady Bunch, prejudices? I was good. Prejudices, I don't know. What's yes. the plural of prejudice? Prejudices. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. going with that. But as long as we didn't talk about pop cultural references or babysitting, we were totally golden. I also feel like, though, that because um, I've had experience with online dating, too, and I feel like that is... Uh, uh, so, the, so the first gal who I dated who was four years younger than me, I was 22 and she was 18. That's... Uh, yeah. We got... We got engaged for all the wrong reasons very quickly. Um, I ha- I harbored a lot of anger towards her for years because she cheated on me twice, and I still stayed with her because I was I was not confident in myself at the time, and I yeah. I thought like no no I want to be very clear that I am not digging on myself when I say this. I'm just being honest with the way that I felt. Okay, sure. Because it it took I my totally entire life up until 19 to be in my first relationship and to lose my virginity. Mm-hmm. I had friend. All my friends had lost theirs prior. As a boy, I'm sure there's some sort of pressure sometimes with girls, you know. And I don't want to assume anything with teenage girls. In it's the 20s not and... like it is with boys. Okay. I will promise you that. And of course, there are things with girls. Although though, I, are... I lost mine later than most of my girlfriends mm-hmm. from high school, and there was a certain 
there was a certain what's wrong with me mm-hmm. in my head. Mm-hmm. So if that was in my head mm-hmm. and I'm a girl, then it must have been implanted by something. Whether and it was the then, well, but then I'm or... saying because society does, and we've uh, talked about deter- this, yeah. society rewards <laughs> men for conquering yes. women and for being lady oh, yeah. killers and for for being these playboys and at the mm-hmm. same time we expect women to be the Prudes. no I won't have sex with you no 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 it punishes us for doing the same thing sometimes I had this like, exact conversation mm-hmm. with a friend of mine the other day because I was like it it pisses me off yes. that a man can be applaud or a huh. teenage boy is applauded mm-hmm. for having multiple sexual mm-hmm. partners and a teenage girl is called a whore or totally. a slut for not the totally. same no. behavior not totally. just teenagers Still, mm-hmm. I think even in our age, there's mm-hmm. still that stigma around it. And, and that, and, and even in my age, I, I've never met anybody in my age or at any age in between when I lost my virginity up until now, or even as a teenager, I've never met a guy who has slept around a lot who's been called a whore from another man. <laughs> no, or a slut. That's They're not, like high five, is, man. Right. That, I mean, yeah, totally. That, there, there are. They're know, they're lauded as being mm-hmm. as being masculine and conquerors mm-hmm. and the women that they sleep yes. with mm-hmm. are denigrated are as being sluts. Well, so I had a conversation or with Jennifer naive. about this. I had a conversation with Jennifer about this a little while back and this is going to be relatively graphic, but I'll keep it. <laughs> keep it family. Keep it, no, I'm just kidding. It, yeah. No, we, um, we have a, we have a whole thing on the internet that we use cuss words. So sure. just keep it real. Sure. Uh, so. Sorry, know, mom. The, 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 it's probably the same thing with women when it comes to how loose you are and how big your breasts are. If your ass is big enough, it's all about your body image, right? For oh, a man, for yeah. a man it, is, it is almost exclusively how big is your dick across the board. I mean, it, it, I, I can seriously look like this, but if I can prove to other guys that, oh, dude, I got a big dick, it doesn't matter what I look like. How do you prove that? Well, you don't show them because that would be... Right. You have to prove how it with the size it? of your truck or the no. size no, 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 of... But, no, but how it, do you prove it? I want to know this. How do you, like, what do you, like, just go, dude, I'm, like, seven to three quarters. Like, what if, do you... No, no, if, if I'm... It, well, okay, if you just, you tell them what your yeah. length is or whatever, but if you're... The, how do I put this? Like... <laughs> just put it. So That's what one she of, said. Right. One of the... <laughs> one, in order... F- Sorry. No, it's okay. No, I'm... No, no, just no, it's okay. I'm just, I'm trying to... This, yeah, yeah. I'll, do the, I'll do the Jackie face, like... We now call it the Jackie face. Yeah, yeah. Um... I, I was telling Jennifer about this that, you know, if you are, you know, I'm just going to be frank. I'm, yeah. I'm average. You know, I'm not big. I'm not small. I'm average. But, but what you are taught when you are younger is that if, when you have sex with a woman, if it doesn't hurt her and I'm oh. not talking to no, listen, listen, I'm not no, listen to me. I'm not talking about rape. I'm not talking about. No, 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 We get it. We and get I'm it. I'm not even talking about her having no pleasure in it. Okay. Got but it. if you don't fit in pretty tightly in that glove, you're not big enough. Okay. And, and, and. And that is, and I'm not saying that every yeah. every boy has experienced somebody just saying that flat out to them, but that is the sentiment. It's that a you, cultural norm. It is considered your. It's you're the a understanding. Stallion. You're a stallion if you can kind of if they kind of hurt afterwards. You know, like that's that's what you know. You, if you wreck them, or if you're, exactly, you know, because yeah. because you, you 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 use things like you know uh, uh, like there's there's aggressive. Um, Tones with the words like rectum, you know, uh, not rectum. Although <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, sometimes that comes up. <laughs> right, right. You wrecked know, her. You wrecked her. You know, wrecked you, with a W. Yeah. <laughs> you killed that. Yeah. You, know, you did. I mean, right. that's, it's not. Oh, it's like had, almost like violent language. Yeah. If, if you said, oh, we had extremely perfect, pleasurable sex, you'd be like, 
fag, you know? Oh, I mean, geez, really? You know, I know what you're saying, though. Right, I know. You know, like, that, that's... So, you know, and it, what's funny is, so I saw, I was out with a girlfriend earlier this week, and we were in a bar that I hadn't been in in a while, and it had taken a, a dive, if you will. You could call it now a right. dive bar. Mm-hmm. Deep, um, deep dive. But there was a, a older guy walking around with a shirt, and it was kind of funny, like the the graphic that was on it, but the um, the wording was I'd hit that, mm-hmm. and and what resonated with me brought that memory up as you were mm-hmm. talking is you're right it is there's an a subtle violent undertone to this whole conversation about mm-hmm. men's sexual prowess right mm-hmm. um and this sense of conquering <clears throat> women mm-hmm. of of dominating them mm-hmm. versus women who own their sexuality and who go out mm-hmm. and if you if you're a woman who owns her sexuality who owns her mm-hmm. sexual desire you run the risk of being labeled something super yes. negative oh, sure. right. whereas a man would would have right. a freaking cape on his back mm-hmm. with his right. golden right. hair blowing in right. the breeze and right? i think mm-hmm. that again like this sexism this misogyny kind of again goes back to societal views in the younger man Mm -hmm. older woman vice versa Mm -hmm. because societal views tend to be more favorable if Mm -hmm. the older partner is a man Mm -hmm. because he's yeah he's you know he's got he's viral right Mm -hmm. and here's the irony even when a couple is more typical Mm -hmm. like even when the man is older and the woman is younger think about this the young the woman gets labeled gold digger Mm -hmm trophy wife mm-hmm. or she has daddy issues mm-hmm. so even if it's a typical thing mm-hmm. it's still degrading the woman sure. in that so scenario. here's a funny thing i had a conversation earlier this week because i was talking with a, a new friend who was learning about our podcast and that i was telling we were going to have this mm-hmm. this discussion tonight and and he made a comment just sort of as a joke about that like that so my last relationship, I was six years younger than the, the guy mm-hmm. that I was dating. And in his friend group, there were a number of couples that had even bigger age gaps than us. So where he had friends that were a couple years older than him and the women he was dating were a couple right. years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And so this other person who just, it was innocent and it wasn't, right. it wasn't meant negatively. It was just kind of a joke. He, he made a comment about, oh, you know, gold diggers or whatever. And right. I said, I said, honestly... Honestly, in those relationships, the ones that I'm talking about, um, yes, the man was, in both cases that I have at the top of my head, the man was very successful professionally and Mm -hmm. and made a nice living. Mm -hmm. But in both cases, the wife did at least as well Mm -hmm. as her husband, despite this age gap. So this perception that that younger women are gold diggers... Is, is so false. It's mm-hmm. so false. At least in the experience that I've had, I'm not saying right. it doesn't exist. No. For well, sure. and and the research supports that too. The other thing the research supports is that, um, and I read this in Psychology Today actually about the women who have quote daddy issues mm-hmm. if they're going for older men. Sure. Mm-mm. The research says that's absolutely mostly not the case. Right. Like that's just kind of bullshit. And well, when I think about these couples that I was just talking about, I think about who would these women date that were their age 
Right. They're looking for people who are their equals. That, right? That's mm-hmm. what it comes down to. It's mm-hmm. equal. They're looking for people who are their equals. And it's hard if you are, let's say, these are strong, smart, beautiful, hmm. funny, capable right. women who I hope are listening because I just freaking adore the shit right. out of them. Right. Um, these are wonderful women who are beyond capable. Yeah. And as any person, you don't want a partner that you have to drag along behind you and you don't want a partner necessarily that you have to run to keep up with, right? Mm-hmm. right. You want someone that's your equal. So sometimes that means that there's going to be an age gap because someone right. who is where you are professionally may have been in their career a little bit longer, so they right. might be a little bit older. And right. I don't think there should be anything wrong with that. Well, and the other thing that I kept reading is that the couples that are successful are the ones who are, A, willing to just not worry about the age difference and also willing to learn from the partner who's been mm-hmm. there, done that. Mm-hmm. Because you might have had this experience where Jennifer has been in the workforce for a longer time. Mm-hmm. She's been a parent. There are things that you can learn from her. I'm sure there's a lot you, she can She's learn from you as well. That's She's a owned thing. a home. I've you never ha- owned a home. Right. She is, when I found out like truly how much work it is, <laughs> I'm like, wow. <laughs> wow. Right. This is why I mentioned my apartment. Because my apartment, like, I just take the trash out and put it in the dumpster. I don't got to worry about taking stuff out. Yeah. It's okay to do the dishes sometimes, though. Like, oh, even on once now. a day. Like, well, it's totally okay. Yeah. Now that I'm living in a situation with, you know, a home and, you know, I got a stepdaughter I'm taking care of throughout the day. And, nice. I mean, she takes care of herself most of the time. But, um, you know, my one of my things that I do is I do the dishes. And I make sure it's done pretty much every day. Every other day at, at, at like, latest. And it's because if it's not done by that point, Jennifer will just do it. And that's not a problem with her or me. It's just... She'll do, and I don't want that to be on a burden on her because she's already, she doesn't have the luxury like I do to be able to work from home. She has right. to be out the entire day. Right. And, uh, but there are many things where it's like, when I got exposure to how much work it truly is to keep a house going, I wanted to do that. And if I moved back in my apartment, say, if, if, and I'm not saying this would happen, but if something happened between my marriage and her and I had to move back into an apartment, right. I would definitely treat it a lot differently than I did nice. prior. But some of that is just natural natural maturity sure. and some of it well, is you've been exposed to yes. a different mm-hmm. world because of the woman you've been with mm-hmm. and you respect mm-hmm. the things that she's gone through that you haven't mm-hmm. yet gone through and it is definitely not a oh the woman's the housekeeper so that should be and i'm learning that it's like just in general as like a decent human being to yourself in your living space yeah i learned so much clean up her, after you know? your own like, ass i mean you know there's Unless a, you're into that whole wiping each other's butt thing, okay. which is a different, <laughs> which, well, you know, that's a future topic. Bonus top, bonus feature at the end of the. And also, I just want to say, being with someone much younger than me, mm-hmm. I feel like you were raised a little differently than mm-hmm. even men of my generation. Mm-hmm. I think men of my generation are better than certainly my father. For sure. But the whole like not having certain roles. Mm-hmm. I think men of your generation don't even think that way. Mm-hmm. You're not like, oh, it's a woman's job to go cook right. and clean. You're just like, right. um, yeah, we live together. We're gonna it's a it's together. a human being's it's a job. Human being's right. job, right? And I, I mean, my boyfriend's not like this at all. But there are a lot of men my age and older that just kind of in their minds have it like, well, this is the woman's role. Mm-hmm. This is the man's role, and that's changed a, a lot. But with each successive generation, right. it's changed. Well, with what you were saying earlier about. Um, Men or, or the guy, I don't know if we were on the podcast when you mentioned the guy who was saying that, well, why do I always have to pay for the date? You know, the guy you're mentioning. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I think I'm not, okay, this is totally not just magic of the 90s and being born in the 80s, but I feel like I, I was raised by my father teaching me that, that yeah, you are the one who pays for the dates until okay. you reach a point where she is comfortable if she wants to pay for some of them, sure. Right. But it's not like a, hey, you know, 
kind of been paying for a couple of dates now, you owe me something, you know, uh, whether it's uh, money or sex or whatever, you know, it's uh -huh. like, you just, that's part of being a gentleman and whether or not yes. that's a, and truly I'm not going to argue one way or the other, whether that's gender role stuff or not. That's just how I was raised. That's how and you so, were raised. So, right. so Jennifer, you know, she, when I offered to pay on like our second date, she was like, let me pay. I was like, no, let me do it. And, but when she wanted to do it or she wanted to split the bill, I wasn't like, Oh, this is fucking stupid. You know? <laughs> I can't believe you're not fitting into the role that I imagine you to be. Right, you know? I right, was just right. like, okay. okay. You know? I was just like gaga over her. So I was like, yeah, whatever you want to do, babe. You know, <laughs> but even now it's like, she, she's very gaga worthy. I know. And, and we were, we're married now, obviously. And we, that's not even a thing for us. It's like, I'll say, let me, let me pay, babe. And she'll be like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And then she'll say, I got it. You know, it's like, it's a, it's just a very natural. It's just a balance. Because you, you struck a balance. We have our own bank accounts. But we share a lot of the money in yeah. just the stuff we do, you know, and that we, you know, I give her my card when she goes to the gas station or the, the grocery store. She'll give me her card if I'm low on money or whatever, and I go do it. You know, it's like, it's not a, there's not a thing here where I'm like, oh, you know, you're not acting like a real wife. You know, you should be at home doing whatever. It's like, <laughs> oh, and take your shoes oh, off and cook me some dinner. Yeah. Oh, damn. Okay. Now we're heading back like oh, yeah. five decades. That would, I'd get kicked out pretty quick if I was like <laughs> making some dinner. <laughs> well, I feel like mostly she would just laugh. Like, yeah. She would just laugh, yeah. but but I mean, it sounds like bottom line, you guys found, and I hate, I don't like to like kindred spirits. I would mm -hmm. say sure. you found kindred spirits, and it doesn't matter the age. Mm -hmm. The age is is just a thing. It right. has no bearing on your relationship <clears throat> at all. Well, you also mentioned earlier regarding the um, I think actually both of you did the idea that we're in separate stages of our lives, separated by that much time. But obviously, you were in. Uh, simpatico yeah we really were yeah, with your with your ex mm -hmm. and you know with jennifer um the big difference that i like this this is why i was prefacing before is i'm not trying to say that my previous girlfriends were immature i was in, we, naturally at that age we are immature in certain respects Correct. because we haven't had the life experience but having been now in a relationship where i'm with somebody who's 14 years older than me she is far exceeded the gals i was in the past with yeah. Uh, in many ways regarding maturity and uh, understanding. Like, uh, you know, I, I am not at all going to make a reference to all women below a certain age being um, more emotional, but Jennifer has been in situations, in many more situations that are life situations. So when I tell her, you yeah. know, I'm, I, I don't know how I feel about this, you know, or I'm like, I, is it okay if I just like blab at you and tell you what my feelings are? You know, I can, I can be honest with Jennifer and tell her, I know how this sounds, but let me just get this out. You know, whereas it kind of seemed like there was a lot of, and this is totally, this totally has a lot to do with who I was back when I was younger yeah. too. I walked on a lot of eggshells compared to me in a relationship with her now. Right. Where, um, you know, I'm a lot more honest with her truly than I ever was in any of my previous relationships. And let me just tell you, I think women in their forties, and I, I'm just going to say that generally I think we're all going to concur with this. We we are who we are mm -hmm. and we love it when a man can be who he is mm -hmm. and just be like, this is like exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. Like, this is going to sound weird, but mm -hmm. blah. Mm -hmm. Like, I love that. I crave mm -hmm. that. Like, give that to mm -hmm. me. Give me your good, mm -hmm. your bad, your ugly, your everything. Sure. Just, just throw it all out there. I can sure. take it. I'm not sure. going to take it personally. Mm -hmm. I mean, if it's mm -hmm. about me, I might take it a little more personally. <laughs> um, but in general, sure. I think we're, we're okay mm -hmm. with this is who I am. This is who you are. Just share with me. Share. Tell me. Tell me what's mm -hmm. going on. Mm -hmm. Just gonna, be yourself. We're, we're be yourself. We're not going to give you advice. Mm -hmm. If you ask us for advice, we can share our thoughts, our opinions. Mm -hmm. We're not going to say you should do this. Sure. But I think that comes with like that comes with maturity. It comes with maturity. It does. And, it, and it, what's funny is, I've used that same. I that was 
the biggest lesson that I learned with being a parent was learning to ask, do you want my advice or do right. you just need me to right. listen? And that lesson was so pivotal mm-hmm. as a parent. I've tried to take that into the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Like when a friend is coming to me and talking to me about a situation where I might normally want to express my opinion or how I how mm-hmm. I think they should handle right. it, I've learned to stop and go, mm-hmm. what do you need from me in this moment? Mm-hmm. Do you just need me to have your back and right. not judge and mm-hmm. just listen? Do you actually want to know what I think? See, mm-hmm. I think I default to, I don't think they want my advice. I think they're going to talk to me and just share what's going on. And if they want my advice, I'll know and they'll ask me or something. But I, I default to, they just want someone to When it to comes to, to adults, I think you're right. That's when what it I comes mean. to okay, well, that's kids, especially teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just talking about in relationships. There's a though. fine line because sometimes they do want your advice. Right, but I'm talking about, we're talking about in relationships right. right now. And so that's what I'm talking about. Like when my partner comes to me, mm-hmm. I just assume he doesn't want my advice. He just wants to bounce things off me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I totally got that the wrong way in my head. It was like bouncing things off you like he wants to, you know, start having sex with you or something. Like, <laughs> that's why I was like, he just wants to bounce things off I you. Would I would love like, that. Yeah. I'd be like, bring it. I mean. <laughs> um, well. Totally inappropriate laugh. You're being serious. And I'm like. <laughs> oh, no. We're talking. Nothing's inappropriate. No, nothing is inappropriate here. We are as inappropriate as it gets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. I think that's. I- So at the end of the day, I think when it comes to age differences, I think we can all agree, society has typically acknowledged a male, older, younger woman as Mm -hmm. being the norm, but I think we're seeing a little bit of a shift there. But I hope so. But not a huge one. Mm -hmm. It's still the exception Mm -hmm. versus the rule. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it can work. I think obviously obviously it can work because you guys are a great example of a a relationship that works beautifully. And I always enjoy hanging out with you guys because you guys are just a wonderful couple to be around. And I think it comes down to common values. That's what it comes down to. Common interests. What do you have in common? What do you have in common? And honestly, that's what a good relationship comes down to. Common shared values and interests. Right. And, and you know, honestly, every relationship has its up and downs, Uh, ups and downs, right? And and a big difference. A big difference too is that it just seems like Jennifer and I deal with things together in a in a much different way than I dealt with things that were problems in my previous relationships too. And and again, this is not only a specific to the fact that they were their age, my my partners at the time, but you know, my girlfriends may have been anywhere between, like I said, six months to a couple of years difference or four years difference, but I also was not the same guy sure. I am now, you know, and and having reached this point, like if you said, okay, well, the 14 years wouldn't be that big of a difference. If I was 20 and they were 34, I feel like that would be a big yes, difference. Yes, it would. You know? And as I think you mentioned that earlier. Or, or it's like, Stages. Or somebody said, like, mm-hmm. you have to wait till 25. Was that the guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was a, I, I, I'm assuming it was a woman. Oh, yeah. But it was someone who commented on that survey right. that I did that said, mm-hmm. at a minimum, the younger yes. person should be 25 because <clears throat> then they know themselves better. Sure. Well, I can say that I... We talked about this before the podcast that around 25 is when I had my first psychedelic experiences and that changed everything on the way that I handled <laughs> All right, that's the a reality. Whole other topic, yeah. You know, like that changed a lot of things. It's eye opening, right? Oh, very. And and more than that, though, it was it opened up my creativity, which changed a lot of what I wanted in my life for my partner, but as well as for myself and for whatever I wanted to accomplish. Right. And it changed what was important to me. Um, 
Because I, as I told you, I literally up until that point was I pretty much only cared about video games, smoking weed, and trying to have sex with you know a girlfriend or whatever, whoever I was into at that time. <laughs> whoever you, know, you could, yeah. Hanging out with my buddies, like there wasn't really anything outside of that. It was I didn't even I didn't care. I mean, and but it, but I don't know if that's the same with everybody. But her saying that that it's like you should be twenty five yeah, or so that seems about resonates right. with me because right. when I was twenty five, so many things changed, and I don't know that it was only psychedelics, but that was a major. It's just a pivotal point in exactly. life, right? So, I mean, 25 is a pivotal point, I think, for most of us. Mm-hmm. So I think that that is probably a, well, a good... and your insurance rates go down at 25, <laughs> yeah. so that's super important. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, huge. Super yeah. important. But it, I obviously that speaks to maturity, right? Mm-hmm. Even the insurance yeah. companies, the exactly. actuaries now. They, they mm-hmm. kind of acknowledge that that is a turning point for, mm-hmm. for people. So, yeah. But I again, I think it comes down to, A, where you are in your mm-hmm. own life, mm-hmm. how mature you are, what you're looking for, and if you sh- are sharing common interests and values. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. basically, the rest of society can fuck off. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> you have to be willing to say yeah. F off, yeah. society, mm-hmm. because... And and I let you and Jennifer are a beautiful example of that. Like, mm-hmm. you guys have such a great relationship, and and just thank you for sharing your story yes, with us. thank you. And for being so honest. Yeah. We've had so much fun <laughs> with you. Um, and, and for our listeners, um, Jordan is... An author. He's a what? self-published author, right? No way. He wrote Musician a and wonderful an book, which Jennifer gave me a copy of, and I haven't yeah. finished reading it yet. But um, because I'm in a book club and whatever, mm-hmm. but um, I have the book, and it's called "For a Glimpse Beyond the Terminus." Is mm-hmm. that right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, tell us about the book. Sure. Uh, so that's actually my second book. Um, oh, 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 but, oh, oh. But uh, but I, uh, but I don't want to I don't want to push the first one because I well okay. Well, okay, do it. Well, no, I only mean that in like, I'm not trying to be like fake sheepish, but I mean, my writing improved drastically from my first book to my second book. Like, drastically. I I was, I've always been very much of a fan of uh, horror, as I was mentioning to you. When I was a, and as you rocked our trivia category. Yeah. yeah. And so I think my dad considered it a rite of passage, but I think that's why he was chuckling with it. It was kind of like, you know, it's kind of funny that they're, right. and of course these movies gave He's us nightmares the for months. We're, we're uh-huh. throwing you in the deep oh, yeah. end, buddy. We're just oh, yeah. going to throw you right in and see if we can I can't wait win. to change your yeah. sheets tonight when oh, you yeah. get the bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, but I loved those movies. And I love the stories because I feel like what really, when I saw The Thing for the first time, or back when I was younger and I'd seen it, and I started getting it more and more, more than I saw it over the years, you know, and like really just like feeling it on like a heart level like I love this story and it's terrifying but for some reason I just oh my god I love it you know right. it was around my mid-20s I was just blown away by it and I remember thinking to myself I want to try this oh I want to try this out nice and I had a story and I wrote this story and I shared it with my buddies at work and and it was trash trash <laughs> compared to what I ended up writing but at the time I was so proud of it it was right. a short story sure and that just that just that it went from there where so this book That's is so a cool. is my second book the first book was my first attempt at trying to get and successful attempt in a way that I got a book yes. accomplished, you know, and I'm, I'm still awesome. proud of the things I wrote, but Absolutely. I wrote these stories, about 220 pages. I had like seven seven stories in it or something. The second book is the same, r- roughly about that Okay, much. so it's a collection of short stories. Sure. And okay. I, I, exactly. And um, it's my take on horror. It's like me taking everything that inspired me as a kid and trying to make these stories that make me feel that I would want to read them. And I take a lot of inspiration from Lovecraft and his detail and his breaking awesome. down of scenes and everything. And that just, that spurred me on, you know, so... You'll, and, you'll probably mention the music here in a second, but that definitely is where the lyrics. Well, that was my next. Comes. That was my next thing. Is in mm-hmm. addition to being a published author, uh, Jordan is also in a band. Do you play locally? Uh, yeah, we we haven't played since a little COVID BS. Right, but, nobody but, has really. Right. But um, so tell us about your band. 
I remember the first time I was on stage was the most horrifying thing I had ever experienced. Sure. And yet, as soon as we did it, I knew that I wanted to continue doing it, you know. Um, and then I left the band to focus on writing, actually. Uh, after about a year, we'd only performed once or twice, I think. And I left the band to focus on writing because I had uh, I was wanting to finish that first book. Mm-hmm. And uh, I may have, yeah, it was that first book. And so I get in with the first book. It's been like a year or so. And Ben, the guy who first met up with me, he texts me back and he's like, what's up, dude? And we'd hung out a couple times since then. He's like, you want to come do vocals for the band? We're, we're trying to rebuild this. And I was we're like, we're getting the band back together, like, if you yeah. will. Hell yeah, I'll do vocals, you know, because I didn't want to do bass, but I had been writing and I would totally be down to write lyrical content, you know. So I get out there and did that and um, that's where I was ever since. And and the band is called? Aphelion. Aphelion. Yeah. And when this whole COVID nightmare is over, what types of places can our listeners find you guys? We played at El Corazon a couple times, uh, oh, quite a few times. We played um, the, the kind of like uh, smaller places that we somewhat regular played at was up at, um, up at, uh, in Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> up in Arlington. Merkwood? Like, yep, Merkwood. Uh, I we, played there. Yeah, nice. I have a band here. Nice. Yeah, we, we played there. <laughs> That's that a was fun. A, I like that venue. Terrible sound system. But, terrible sound system, but, a but cool it's venue. a fun venue. For sure. And very supportive people there. For sure. And uh, we typically play like uh, uh, the Merkwood, El Corazon, and the Fun oh. House, which is attached to El Corazon. Yeah, yeah. Probably once a month or so, you know. And, fun. Uh, we played some, we played with, I mean, uh, there's a band called Between the Buried Me who's a band that I've been listening to for like 10 years. No way. And we got to play with them. Fun. Oh, and at Summer Slaughter exciting. in 2018. And um, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, well, yeah. Jordan, thank you again. For sure. Yeah. Very much for being with us yeah. today. We had fun having you here. We loved hearing your story. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Thank and, you. And um, hope you'll come back again and visit us another time. And one more time for all of our listeners, um, if you are enjoying what you're hearing, please Find us on social media, mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and The Beat Goes On Show. <laughs> and um, please share us. Share us with your friends. Share us with your community. We would love to see this continue to take off. Happy Thanksgiving Happy to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. thank you all again for the continued support and encouragement. Dion and I are just we're, beyond grateful. We're very grateful for you guys. It's pretty red. <laughs> it is pretty rad, right? Like 37 countries. I know. It's super and, fun. And over 800 downloads in just five episodes of just us talking about just relationships random and shit. dating shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everyone. See you next time. Bye.